0: You're listening to Bachelor to Boyfriend, the podcast that teaches you how to manage your mind so you can show up as the best version of yourself around women. And now your host, certified dating and intimacy coach for men, Erica Davian. So I want to talk to you today about something that I often hear come up, and it's the question of whether or not to lower standards. I especially hear this come up when you have been taking action to meet more women and go on more dates, but you aren't creating the kinds of connections with women that you really like. So for some of you, the fact that no one makes the cut means that you haven't asked anyone out in a while or maybe really haven't been taking action. When you think about the possibility of lowering standards, often there's this heaviness to it. And there's this underlying assumption that doing so, that lowering your standards, is somehow a step in the wrong direction or that it means you have failed in some way. And so just think about that phrase, to lower one's standards. And you'll notice that there is a pretty heavy connotation to it, at least in American culture, that this is an inherently bad thing. And this is where I want to help challenge your thinking because I believe that there are certainly times where lowering your standards can be helpful, can give you energy and time back, and even be strategic. Lowering standards doesn't have to be anything bad at all. In fact, it can be really smart. The key is to know the difference between when you are being smart with your standards and when you are playing small in some way. And when you're able to tell the difference, then you are able to broaden your possibilities for love and the likelihood of something working out. So I want to share with you a story from one of my clients. Always my stories are confidential, so I'm going to change names. Um, But I want to share this, this example because it seems to me like other men think this way too sometimes. And so I think it's just a really clear example of working with your standards. So Rishi was taking the online dating approach. You don't have to be doing online dating for some of this to still be applicable to you. And so Rishi came to me because he was complaining of dating app burnout. It was the way that he wanted to meet women. He said he didn't want to meet in person. And yet he was getting burned out on the apps. He wasn't getting any responses at all and it was just taking a lot of his time, and he didn't feel good when he got off the app. And so we dug in a little bit when we were working together, and I asked him what his strategy was for how he was approaching these dating apps. And this is what he described. So he would scroll through and look at profiles. Obviously, he, you know, especially on apps like, say, Tinder or something, he would, you know, do an initial swipe just based on, on the picture. But then if he thought that he maybe liked someone, then he would read through their whole profile and look at every picture and look for anything that there was, you know, to see if there was anything glaring, any major red flags. Um, And he would then try to picture them being together. He would try to imagine if he could really be with this woman. And basically... He would read through and he wouldn't like the profile unless the woman was, say, a 9 or a 10 out of 10 in his mind. When I asked him why he was approaching things in this way, why the women that he would, you know, just even to get a like on their profile, why he would need their profile to be a 9 or 10 out of 10 in his mind. And he said it was because he didn't want to waste his time. When I suggested the possibility, well, you know, what if you were to reach out to women who weren't a 9 or a 10 out of 10? What if they were an 8 or a 6? He said that he thought that if he lowered his standards, then he would have to just take anybody. And he was afraid of getting trapped in a relationship that he ultimately didn't want to be in. And so he was really scouring these profiles now because he didn't want to be blindsided by something later. And so when we were working together, I helped him to see that he was wasting his time now, not just later. By making it so that he had to read through the whole profile and imagine whether or not he could be with this woman for a long time, then he was spending an awful lot of time, he was investing a lot of his time up front, knowing full well that most likely he wasn't going to get a response back, right? That's just the nature of how most of these dating apps work, that you might send 10 or 100 likes before you're going to have somebody responding back to you. And so I pointed out to him that was kind of a waste of time to be putting in that much effort before even so much as liking someone's profile. I also helped him see that this kind of black and white thinking of Either he holds these really, really high standards and is only looking for somebody who's a 9 or 10 out of 10, or he would just have to take just anybody. And I helped him to see that this kind of black and white thinking was unnecessary. There's actually a lot of gray area in between his idea of a perfect match and just taking anyone. And also helped him to see that even his idea of who might be a perfect match now based off of a profile is not really an accurate representation of who she's going to be as a real live breathing human in front of her when if they were to meet in person. I also helped him to see how he was closing doors to potential dates because he was really only leaving this small window for connection that the profiles that he would like would have to pass this really high threshold and it was making it really hard for perhaps great women to match with him, because. Their profiles just didn't pass his threshold. And finally, there was this idea of that he was afraid of getting trapped, right? He wanted to be sure that he was being careful and seeing everything that he could now because he didn't want to get trapped in a relationship that he couldn't get out of later. And our work together helped him to see that there's like 10,000 decisions, maybe 100,000 decisions between now and Marriage. There's all these opportunities, right? You don't have to decide based on someone's profile whether or not you can spend your whole lives together. You just have to decide if you want to like her profile. And then from liking her profile, the next thing you decide is do you want to message her? And then from messaging, do you want to talk on the phone, right? There's all these decisions that happen between now and marriage. And he didn't have to ask himself at this point if he could see himself married to a woman he didn't know at all, he didn't have to worry about getting stuck because relationships are never, ever a one and done deal. You are always free to change your mind. You could never be stuck because staying in a relationship is always a choice. And so once Rishi was able to see how having these high standards was actually holding him back in some ways, then he was able to start approaching dating in a more relaxed way. He felt more hopeful and curious. He was present in what was happening now rather than what things might be like down the line. And he could go on apps and like more women and get more matches without it gobbling up all of his time. And he started getting more responses because he was interacting with more women. And so notice some of the words that I described. He was feeling more relaxed, present, hopeful. These are all things that become available to you when you broaden your standards from an empowered place. And notice the way that I just said that. Broaden your standards instead of lower your standards, right? Because I'm trying to get away from that negative connotation. And yet typically when I hear many of you thinking about broadening your standards, it's coming from exactly the opposite place. You say that you feel disempowered rather than empowered, or maybe you even feel sad. And makes a lot of sense. Because if you're thinking that lowering your standards is something that you have to do, or you're thinking that no one will ever really like you back, of course that doesn't feel empowering. And so I want you to reflect for just a moment and answer this question. How could broadening your standards actually be a really smart, strategic move? Did you come up with a few ideas? So, for one, broadening your standards can really save you time. You don't have to read through whole profiles. You can just find something that you like and click like for now and move on. Lowering or broadening your standards can save you mental space. You don't have to think through whether this woman is your perfect match right now, whether it's, you know, you're liking a profile or whether it's your second date or your 10th date. You don't have to figure everything out all at once. There are so many steps in between. By broadening your standards, it opens you up to more possibilities, which can then help to create a sense of momentum. Some dates are generally better than no dates at all. Right? Think about that. Often there's at least some sense of momentum when you're going on some dates in your life, even if they're not with your perfect match. That still generally feels better. You're getting out of the house, you're meeting new people, maybe you're going new places, at least that tends to feel better than not having any dates at all, even if it's not a good match. It's sort of like how it's easier to get a job when you already have one. It's easier to get more dates when you're already dating. And lowering your standards can be smart and strategic when you acknowledge that actually we're really pretty bad (laughs) at predicting who or what will make us happy. We tend to think that we have this really good sense of what's going to make us happy in the future, but a lot of studies show us that actually we're really terrible at that. And that a much better approach is we just need to try things on and see, right? It's kind of like how you can't really tell just by looking at a rack whether or not some suit is going to fit you or whether a pair of jeans is going to fit you. You just need to try it on and see that's going to be a much better indicator if something's a good fit. So how will you know whether you are changing your standards for a good reason or a bad one? This is so super simple, but so super important. Don't overlook this. You will know the difference of whether you are playing small or whether you are being strategic with your standards by how it feels. It's not a matter of whether it feels positive or negative because sometimes an uncomfortable emotion is exactly what is required to move forward. So positive or negative, that's not the point. Instead, I want you to tune into whether the way you are thinking about changing your standards feels expansive or contractive. That's how you will know whether you are playing big or playing small. So take one of my current clients We'll call him Kurt. And he likes to say, low expectations, high possibility. I don't know if he made that up or where exactly that came from, but it became such a profound focus during one of our sessions that he actually went and made a plaque out of it, which I just thought was so cool. And what I think he means by low expectations, high possibility is that he's totally willing to have low expectations going into a date with someone or, you know, at the beginning of getting to know someone, and allow himself to perhaps be pleasantly surprised. He chooses to live from a place of low expectations and high possibility because it allows him to be relaxed and curious. And he sometimes found himself really wrong about who he thought he might be interested in. It allows him to connect with more potential partners without getting too attached to anyone right off the bat. Notice how expansive this attitude is. He's deliberately choosing to keep his threshold of who he'll consider dating lower, knowing that he can always change his mind later. He doesn't need things to appear perfect with a woman right from the beginning before he'll even date her. He just has to be willing to see how good of a match things really are. Notice how different this is from saying, no one wants me, so I guess I'll just have to settle. No, lowering standards can feel great. It can be as easy as saying, I want to give myself the best possible chance of finding love and I know I don't have the full picture of a woman based on one interaction or from looking at her profile. I am choosing to lower my standards. I am choosing to broaden them because I want to be surprised. I'm choosing to change my standards because I recognize that the way I've been thinking about them so far hasn't been working for me. I want to have more interactions with women, and I know that none of it's a waste of my time. I'm willing to see what happens. I trust that it will be something good. Notice how you feel just thinking this way. This expansion is how you know that you are on the right track even if it feels a little scary too. And so the next time that you're thinking about lowering your standards, just tune in. Does it feel expansive or contractive? If it feels contractive, that's often a sign that your reason for why you're choosing to lower your standards is coming from a place of scarcity, is coming from playing small. And so don't do that. Either don't change your standards or wait until you've got reasons that feel great to you, that you're excited about, that feel expansive and broadening and full of possibility. That's what I have for you today, my dear. I'll see you next week. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out Bachelor to Boyfriend, the program. It's 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with yours truly to help you finally move past the internal barriers between you and the relationship you want to create. Check it out at ericadavian.com. That's Erica with a K. And if you're curious, make sure to get your name on my mailing list so I can tell you next time doors open. My newsletter is my favorite way to connect with you all, and I respond to every email I receive. I can't wait to see you there.